Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, Fitness Management and Consulting, and welcome to our channel today. I appreciate y'all being here. And if you're new to the channel, uh, if you're finding us for that very first time, you know, welcome. It's good to have you. And our topic for y'all today, it's common mistakes to avoid when starting a new gym business. Common mistakes to avoid when starting a new gym business. Now, before we get into our topic today, just a quick reminder, you know, my focus, my mission here in the channel is I want to be able to provide as much information as I can to as many people as I can across the globe. And the best way I can do that is when you choose to subscribe to the channel. So if you've not yet done so, please take a moment, you know, hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it. And then to learn more about me, learn more about my company and how we can help take your business that next level, you know, be sure to check out those links below. And then for you folks who are looking to open a new gym and you need funding, you're looking to acquire a gym and you need funding, uh, you have an existing operation, you need funding. You know, we can help with funding from $50,000 up to $400,000 in funding. It's unsecured funding. There's no restrictions on use. Uh, the basic qualification for this program, it's a 680 credit score or better in all three credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, TransUnion, and it's a minimum income of 50000 per year each of the two previous years. Check out the links below under financing and funding you know, for additional information on that program, as well as other options we have to help you grow and develop your business. And so with that said, let's get into our topic here today. And it's common mistakes to avoid when starting a new gym business. Common mistakes. So let's jump into this. And number one, it's neglecting to make a business plan. Okay. I mean, this is really job one. Okay. And I know when we work with clients that need a business plan, you know, we do it in a collaborative manner uh, for a couple reasons. A, it keeps cost way down for everybody, but also what it does, it provides a high level education, you know, for you, for that person who's looking to get in the business. So either way you want to have a business plan, but the, the, the benefit I think of our program where it's educational based, is not only do you know, hey, here's what you're going to be doing, but here's why you're going to be doing it, and here's how you'll pivot if things don't go exactly as planned. But you want to make sure you have a business plan. This is really going to be your almost your daily worksheet. You're going to be working on key objectives every day of that business plan. So make sure you get that one done. Uh, number two, inadequate financial preparation. Inadequate financial preparation and resources. So. Number one, yeah, I talked about this a moment ago, make sure you get funding. And for new startups, I mean, our program, it's ideal for pre-revenue startups. It's ideal for first unit franchises. You know, folks that are not established in business, this is a great way to do it. You can get funding up to $400,000. Again, you can check those links below on that program. But make sure you have the resources. And they, even once you're in business, you know, my suggestion is you're always looking for money. You're always looking for investors because you never know when opportunity might present itself. You never know when there might be a hiccup and you need funding. So always be looking for it. The other thing I would comment on when it kind of when it comes to you know financial uh, you know preparedness you know being ready for this is you want to maintain at least one month operating in the bank. So if it's costing you thirty thousand a month to run your business, 
you at least want to have that in the bank or have a line of credit or whatever it might be. But you want to have ready access to that. In a perfect world, I'd say as much as two to three times that. Okay, Because what happens if you don't, you find yourself kind of squeezing things and you're never going to cut your way into growth. You're never going to bootstrap your way into growth. That Those are great ways to kind of regain control of a business, but ultimately you want to advance and to expand you know, into the marketplace. Um, number three on common mistakes to avoid uh, when starting a new gym business is failure to monitor progress. Failure to monitor progress. So you get in business, you know, make sure, and you can check other videos here on the channel for this, but make sure we're monitoring pro progress. Make sure you know your numbers. Make sure you know them every single day. Know certain key performance indicators that you're going to need to know. You know, how many, you know, marketing inquiries did you get? You know, whether it be via phone, via email, via text. You know, how many were set? How many showed up? how many converted. You want to know those numbers across the board because sometimes even if marketing's working, if we're not converting them, you know, we need to reevaluate and say, okay, what do we need to do to change that a little bit? Okay. Maybe it's us. Okay. But we need to know those numbers. You know, know your numbers. How many new leads are we producing? How many outbound calls are we making? How many daily appointments? How many shows? Conversions? A second sale? Know all of this. Know your numbers. Monitor your projections. You know, because if you're new, you want to make sure you're doing a pre-sales. If you're not sure what a pre-sales is, you can uh, find some links below, numerous ways to contact me. Happy to chat with you about that. But you're going to want to do a pre-sales because a successful pre-sales is really one of the hallmarks, you know, to long-term success. You struggle in pre-sales, probably going to struggle a bit inside that gym, okay? Uh, number four on common mistakes to avoid, it, it's avoiding outside help. And so I, I, was, I was on a show the other day and, and we were talking, hey, Jim, what should a, a new business owner do? And I say, number one, don't go it alone. Get help. Okay. These are things that we help a lot of folks with. You might have a, a trusted accountant, a trusted attorney. The key thing is get outside help. Find people who have been there before and who have done it and who have done it successfully, okay? That's who you want to associate with. And, and more specifically, you want to do this on things that you're not strong in. You know, a lot of folks that open up, you know, businesses and studios and operations like that, you know, they might have a strong, say, personal training background, but not a strong background in sales and marketing. You want to associate with somebody who does have that. Okay, so don't avoid outside help. Get it. It's not a sign of weakness at all. It's a sign of, hey, you want to grow your business, you know, by getting outside help. Uh, number five on one of the common mistakes is setting the wrong price. Setting the wrong price. I know I talk to a lot of folks when we review operations of maybe clubs that are struggling and we're going through this and I'll ask the question, how'd you decide the price? And they did it based on what somebody else in the marketplace was doing. Okay. A, you don't know if it's working for them, number one. But number two, in most cases, that has little to do with, you know, what you're trying to accomplish. And I'll give you just a, a, an idea of how we'd like to approach this is when we're going to set the price, going back to that business planning part of this, when we're looking at the budget, okay, we're going to establish this budget. First thing we're going to do is we're going to establish and, and, and understand, you know, what's our overhead? What's it going to cost to run this? And then we we'll simply ask the question, how much money do you want to make? 
Do you want a 20% margin, a 30% margin, 40% margin? And then, so now we're going to back into our rates, whether it be membership rates, PT rates, other things that we're selling. And okay, based on the margins that we need to have, on the rate of return we need to have, what do these numbers need to look like? That's how we're going to get to them. Because this thing has to work. You know, from a business perspective, I don't necessarily care what the guy down the street's doing other than what's he not bringing to the marketplace and what can we do better, okay? And then number six on my list, common mistakes, is we have a tendency to ignore technology. You know, the other side of that a little bit is we need every shiny object out there. And so let's just talk about that part of it. We need every shiny object out there. One of the common mistakes, and I'll kind of push it into this category here a bit, is we get too complicated. The business is too difficult to run. You know, one of the key things to this is keep it simple. So when it comes to technology, you don't need, and nor do you want every shiny object, because the more complicated you get, the more difficult it becomes to run, you know, causes other issues. Now, on the, ter- on the idea of, of don't ignore technology, what you're looking for, for the most part, is technology that can help you automate, can help you automate your business, can make it easier, can help you scale this. Because ultimately what you're looking for, you know, for a business to really be successful, is you wanna be able to scale it, okay? How can we get more done at essentially the same cost? And there's a lot of technology you can use for that. I mean, email marketing programs, you know, CRMs, uh, there's autoresponders, there's a lot in there that you can look at. So, you know, six thoughts on common mistakes uh, that you want to avoid you know, when starting a new gym business. So folks, again, appreciate you being here in the channel today. You know, My name's Jim Thomas. My company's Fitness Management and Consulting. Uh, if you've not yet done so, please take a moment, hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it. Uh, to learn more about me, learn more about my company and how we can help take your business to that next level, you know, be sure to check out those links below. And then again, for you folks who are looking to open a new gym, you need funding, you're looking to acquire a gym, you need funding, you have an existing gym and you need funding, you know, we can help provide funding between fifty dollars and $400,000 in funding that is unsecured. There's no restrictions on use. Basic qualification on the program is a 680 credit score or better in all three credit bureaus, uh, minimum income of 50000 per year each of the two previous years. Uh, check the links below under financing and funding for more information on that program, as well as other financing options that we have available for you. And again, appreciate you being here on the channel today, and we'll look forward to seeing you all in that next video.